a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a pre recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Chaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today we are talking about recovery in the time of quarantine and social distancing. My guests, Dr. Eric Barker, the medical director at Intermountain Day Spring Clinic in Logan, and Charlotte Prather, the substance use, substance use disorder counselor at that Day Spring Clinic. And, Doctor, I do want to go back to what you were talking about as far as this is the best time for someone to reach out and get help. And explain what you mean by that. It's a very unique moment in history. It, it might be one that is once in a lifetime, and I think we certainly hope it will be so we don't have to. Uh, go through such a difficult moment again. But with the risk of the physical problems that come along with contracting the coronavirus itself, um, that uh, is one major reason to consider stopping using your substance uh, that you're struggling with uh, at at present. Um, There are studies uh, as we move forward that are continuing to come out demonstrating that smoking of any substance, uh, whether it's cannabis uh, or tobacco or methamphetamine or or, or opioids, Mm -hmm. that will irritate the lungs. Um, That will uh, lead to increased risk of contracting the virus and worse outcomes if somebody does get the virus. Um, Chronic use of substances uh, like opioids um, and and others are known who depress the immune system so that somebody won't have as robust of a response and it, they'll become more susceptible uh, to the to getting the virus and to having a, a poorer health outcome uh, if, if they do get the virus. Um, we're not exactly sure all of the mechanisms of, of how this happens. We think that one of them uh, certainly is that over the course of um, abusing a substance in the long term, uh, our body uh, ramps up its stress response. And we know that high levels of stress hormones uh, can decrease our, our immune response. And, and that's likely one of the factors in play, among others. Um, but then uh, fr- from a mental health standpoint, uh, a lot of worry out there, a, a lot of depression going on. And uh, I tell people that the substance you're using, it's it's not the answer. It's it's kind of short-term gain, but long-term loss. It maybe f- makes you feel numb for the moment, but it's really worsening the problems overall. So to be able to to deal with all of the the bigger picture of of things that are going on uh, in life at the moment, uh, stopping uh, a substance uh, for for mental health reasons is uh, you know now now's a great chance. A lot of people are kind of using this as an excuse to use their substance. Um, I'm seeing that very frequently where people say, well, I'm going to quit when this is over. But I have seen a number of people who are actually using this as a very unique opportunity to quit their substance. They say, you know what? 
I don't want to go out and get exposed to people, so I'm not going to the liquor store. I'm trying to to avoid uh, anything that's going to be bad for my health, so I've I've stopped the alcohol, and um, I because I can't hang out with my friends that I normally drink with uh, in person. Um, you know, this is really a, a great chance, at, and and so we're seeing some good success stories. Charlotte, expand on that just for a moment, because all of us do this when we have some sort of behavior modification, whether we want to exercise more or watch what we eat more or not use a substance. We all do this. Uh, This can wait till after this is over. This can wait till next week. What would you tell those people who who are thinking about making these changes, really thinking about getting treatment, about why this is the time? Well, one is procrastination is a character defect. So if we wait, we're we're in that effective procrastination, but um, nothing like the present moment to um, to change something about your life. The other aspect of that is that this is a lifestyle change. It's not just quitting using drugs and alcohol. This is a lifestyle change. Um, and right now we're in a lifestyle change. Um, things are not normal right now. There are new norms that are coming up. So, it, you know, it could possibly be easier for them to implement those lifestyle changes into their everyday life now and help them to quit using alcohol or drugs. It would seem that it might be easier just because if you're used to hanging out with your friends and uh, be, you know, uh, taking part in drugs or alcohol, that this would be a good time to be separate from them and actually have a different kind of an excuse, doctor. Sure. And one common misconception that that we hear a lot is uh, many people who come to us struggling with a substance also have a second substance that they're struggling with. Typically it's nicotine or tobacco in some form. And and they say, well, you know, I want to stop this one first and then stop that other one later. Uh, but uh, because they feel like it's going to be too much of a stress to have too much change going on all at once. But the studies have actually shown that it's more successful if you just do it all at once. So, you know, just like uh, Charlotte said, we've got a lot of lifestyle changes going on at the moment, whether we like it or not. And so uh, I would suggest putting these extra lifestyle changes of stopping the substance along with these other uh, physical distancing and other uh, changes that are going on likely is a is not going to be as as stressful as someone someone's brain is telling them that it is and you know a, another thing further about this topic as i've mentioned we, we know that there are a number of health problems that increase someone's risk of having a bad outcome with uh with the coronavirus um, some of those are, are things that we can change, like obesity, um, blood pressure, um, people who exercise uh, seem to be doing better. And as much as I hate to say it, th- th- this probably isn't going away soon. And, and we're at a point now where we're talking about second waves, third waves. We don't really know how long this might go on. And so I look at it and, you know, I, I, I've gotten a little bit out of shape. I've gotten a little bit overweight. Um, I can look at it and say, well, I'm I'm a little out of shape. I'm a little overweight. I guess I'm I'm at risk for uh, you know some of these health problems that go with the coronavirus. Well, it's here now. There's nothing I can do. This may be here longer than we expect. So making those active steps right now to change, uh, you know, for me to start exercising and eating better, for someone to stop substances, there may be time for you to have physical health improvements before the, the coronavirus hits hits you personally or, or hits your community. So I think that um, 
certainly with substances like smoking, we've seen that in as little as two weeks, people can have some significant improvements in, in health outcomes by stopping. So I would suggest now is really the time to, to take advantage of the situation and for your own health, physically, mentally, to, to, to seek help and, and get these substance use issues under control. I'm not going to lie, Charlotte. My uh, drug of choice is probably comfort food. So this has not been good for me at all. And I think part of the problem with me and just with probably a lot of people is we're feeling kind of down right now. That makes us feel good. So how do we kind of just snap out of it? Well, I mean, even when this whole thing started, um, me, myself, I even had to just do some self-reflecting and really concentrate on that mind, body, and soul. Um, and really do some self-reflecting about things that I wanted to change in my life. And if this is how it was going to be, is this how I wanted to live? Um, so I took a, a really hard look at those three different aspects of my life. Um, so, you know, I, I hopefully, you know, I'm still managing my overcoming my addiction, um, but I have to stay in that every day, um, really feeding myself spiritually. You know, we live in a vast place of, of, you know, in Utah, for heaven's sakes. And, but I think what people need to understand is that it's not about spirituality isn't about religion. It's individual. Um, and where we are spiritually and finding that higher power that we're able to relinquish some of this stress to, um, you know, in a book is played with the spirit and the mental and the physical will follow. And to me, that's very important um, that that those three aspects of my life. And I'm a firm believer that once we have those three things together, there isn't anything that we can accomplish. All right. When we come back, I want to talk more about finding purpose in a time when we're all stuck in our homes. And you're listening to Healthy Mind Matters on KSL News Radio.